in the bowl. Yo, 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 what do you know? Welcome to In The Bowl Podcast. Shout out to Hustle Five Ways for hosting. I'm your host, Nas. You got tall, man, live from Dubai. And as always, In The Bowl Podcast is sponsored by your nation's own number one mobile hookah provider. They not only do private events, they do wholesale distribution and take that thing to the next level. What's up? What's going on? Oh, man, not too much, man. What's going on with you, man? Y'all, y'all still uh, suffering from your, your week and a half heat wave out there? Yeah, man. It's, it's hot, man. It's uh, <laughs> it's funny. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <coughs> it's like folks always want to comment, like, oh, it's only been a week, you know, or, you know, we could sit here and complain about, you know, the snow whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? I think the one thing about this area is like when it happens, to the extreme like it doesn't have like any chill factor right you know what i'm saying it's been hot for like it's been hot for like i mean it's been summertime hot right but it should start and when this shit came in it came in fierce this shit is hot out here i mean hot oh no man well hey i i got some sympathy i'm uh i'm gonna pack it up and uh and and ship it man hopefully it'll arrive within the next week and a half man that's all i got for you man a week and a half of, of, of hot weather. Now everybody there is talking about, oh, I can't wait for fall. I can't wait for hoodies. I can't wait for Uggs, all this stuff, man. I, I don't know what's going on there, man. I mean, I like the snow. I'm a snow guy, you know what I'm saying? I like the snow. I like hoodie season, you know what I'm saying? Shit, I got a, I got a closet full of jackets, hoodies. That's just my thing. Summertime, you know, I'm a tea guy, you know what I'm saying? I just you give me a Chris White tea, black tea, I'm cool. That's all I need, you know? I always say, like, the summertime, I think it's, you know, especially in the, in the DMV area, it's about the shoes, right? The shoes make the yeah, outfit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That would be out, out here with the, with the tank tops, you know what I'm saying? Just plain white tees, you know what I'm saying? As long as you got some decent jeans and some, some kicks on, I think you straight. You know what I'm saying? No, that's, no. A, that's just this area, right? And... Summertime, I mean, wintertime, it's, it's when you pull the hoodies out, hoodie, you know, and, uh, yeah, and some g yeah. you know what I'm saying, Gordons, you know what I'm saying, you're good. Yeah, man, I know. I'm glad that, that you all are, are getting the experience, uh, you know, a, a summer, summer, you know, because I wake up in the morning, you know, at 6.30, it's 100 degrees outside, you know, so we finally got a, got a slight break. You know, it rained the last two days. I haven't seen rain in five months. And when I'm talking about rain, I'm talking about like that, you know, are you outside cutting the grass drizzle, you know, like you in Miami, you know, where it drizzles for like 10 minutes and then it's it's like an annoying drizzle, you know, it, outside mm-hmm. is dry again. So one thing that, that, that really, really upset me is, you know, I'm out here in the desert, right? So... You know, your, your your trucks, your cars, you know, you kind of get covered in, you know, dust and sand and things like that. So that little annoying drizzle just made the truck just look just just, just horrendous because now it's spotty. So now it looks yeah. like that I'm just out here to just, just living foul, man. But <laughs> No, I can dig it. I can dig it. I can dig it. I said, you know, we had our, our, our two days of rain, so we're probably good for another, you know, three months now, but. 
Hey, man, y'all stay cool out there, man. Stay hydrated. You know, make sure. sure that, you know, you got something in your cup that, uh, you know, cool you off and, you know, have a nice little fan or some AC blowing because uh, in another three, four, five weeks, it's going to be chilly out there, man. So I, I will envy you all's chilliness. Yeah, you're speaking of that, we, we're speaking of that get rabbit drinks, you know, do a little quick toast as always to another week. Yes, sir. Another show, week. Another day, you know, here we go. So what's going on, man? How's your week been? Been otherwise outside of uh, your extreme temperatures? Shit, in the house, it's hot. You know what I'm saying? Got you to heat like the rain. We'd be like, look, I'm either gonna be in the pool or I'm in the house. Don't call <laughs> me when the sun's out. It's too hot. I ain't grilling. I ain't doing none of that. You know what I'm saying? Nope. Don't ask me. In the house, so when the sun goes down, we can talk about it. But it's still like ninety degrees in, in night. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So it's hot. Yeah, no, no, I get it, man. You know, at, at night, you know, we went out to uh, checked out this party at uh, the Conrad Hotel. At, uh, it was like the Sky Bar, Sky Bar mm-hmm. Lounge, or something like that. And you know, left out the house probably about midnight. And it was still about one hundred and ten degrees outside, but you know, I'm, I'm starting to adapt, you know, to the Dubai culture, man, because what it is, is, you know, I remember, you know, you used to always, uh, you know, crack jokes at me when I was like, yeah, man, I got to take me a power nap right quick. But this is a power nap culture. You know, you come home from work, you know, you take a good 45, 60 minute power nap because things don't kick off here until like 11, 11, 30, 12 o'clock, man. It's like 4 a.m. in the morning. And, you know, walking out the club, I'm like, man, this is, uh, you know, I thought I left this life behind me of, you know, leaving out at, you know, four in the morning, you know, getting home at five. But that's just how things roll. And I think it's, it's partially because of the heat, man. You know, people come home, they chill. You know, you kind of regroup, mm-hmm. you know, cool off your, your, your core. And then 1130, man, folks are out. But uh, the club was dope, though, man. You know, knew okay. one of the, the DJs there, so you know had a table and you know they had a nice dose of uh, reggae, soca, Afro beats, and you know even threw a little little hip hop in there. But it was a uh, it was a good time, man. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. It's always good when you find something like that, especially something that you know what I'm saying where you know you get that you get that 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 kind of nightlife that you remember. You know what I'm saying when you. And you've been uprooted yourself and moved somewhere else overseas. You know, they always have that stigma about over there, too. You know, like they don't have alcohol, you're not allowed to party, you're not allowed to do this, you're not allowed to do that. But shit, man, I think you're breaking all those little, you know, stereotypes that they have about, you know, that region, that area to where, you know, they say it's like it's frowned upon. But I don't know, man. It seems like they're living it up. Yeah, man. You know, I mean, it's, it's it's really progressive out here. You know, you a lot of the spots, you know, are, you know, in American hotels, and you know, of course, you know, they're big on on brunch. You know, I thought that uh, you know brunch and and the DMV was you know something wild, but I mean, here brunch is just over the top, man. It's like unlimited food and unlimited beverages, and you know. That makes a, a, a four-hour brunch, man. It's feel like you've had an eight-hour work shift somewhere, man. But it's, 
you know, it's, like I said, it's, it's, it's cool though. You know, they're, they're very tolerable things, you know, of course, you know, you can't be out in public and, you know, be wild, you know, but what happens behind, you know, those closed doors, you know, it's, you know, it's something to work with out here, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. So like I say, breaking all those stereotypes, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, you know, I think it's just good to see folks living, you know, enjoying life, you know, yes. enjoying the fruits of their labor. That's what it's about, you know. You work hard, you play hard. That's what it should be. You That's know it. it should be. You know it. Man, we got a, a lot to talk about this week, man, because it's uh, it it has been a, a wild week. It, it, it's like you know, my my list was so long, man. I had to trim it down to you know just you know grab two or three things to to touch on. You know, one of the things. You know, we put it out on, on IG and, and on Twitter first just to let the people weigh in because some of this stuff was just classic, man. I mean, the first thing, you know, Domino's owes you nothing, you know. So the backstory behind that is uh, this young lady ordered a pizza from Domino's, right? Yeah. Bill came up to $20.76. So when the delivery guy got there, you know, she's like, hey, I only got 20 and she got upset because my man walked away, you know, so she posted, you know, herself holding a $20 bill, like, hey, you know, delivery driver, you know, didn't deliver my pizza. You know, I was trying to give him the money. I was only 76 cents short. You know, I don't understand what's going on here. You know, I have a one-year-old baby. I have COVID. The baby has COVID. You know, I just uh, left, you know, a, a volatile situation. You know, we're in quarantine. I'm just trying to get the pizza and she was trying to drag the delivery guy you know so i asked the people i said hey i mean what do you all think about the situation you know who was wrong was he wrong was she wrong and what it comes down to is everybody was on the side of the delivery driver because they're like look man this dude's making 250 now you know so that means if you only got 20 and you short that means he's not getting a tip and, you know, whatever, you know, he's short on, you know, comes out of his check. Everybody's like, man, he did the, the right thing. Now, yeah. I kind of agree with him because, yeah. you know, if you go in a store and order pizza, if you short at the register, you're not going to get that pizza. You got to go in that cup holder and find 76 pennies or something. Exactly. And you know yeah. your total because if you order online, you're like, hey, uh, your total is 2076. You know, if you call in, hey, your total is 27. 2076, you know, so she knows she was short off the break. And then part of me is thinking, all right, so if you're hungry and you got a one-year-old <laughs> and you only got $20, why are you buying Domino's? Is a one-year-old going to eat pizza? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, there's so many other meals that you could have acquired, yeah. you know, for less than $20, man. So I, I wanted to, to get your feedback, man. What, what do you think about this whole situation about the delivery guy, you know, walking off? You know, is this dude in the wrong? You know, do you agree with him? You know, should he have been more sympathetic? You know, how do you feel about that one? Well, you don't know what's going on inside their house, right? I don't think he stopped by and said, hey, do you got COVID? Are you a single mother? You know what I'm saying? It's there. So that's not up for him to know, right? So, and plus, I don't think pizza's probably the best diet to have when you're on COVID, while you got COVID. Right, I think you need to yeah. to re up on your fluids, right? So I think you should try to figure it out and be like, all right, what's the best thing I can eat while I have COVID? And then you also got to think about your child, right? You got to make sure they got fluid and stuff like that, and that's you exactly. as a parent. 
right? So I think that the domino driver was not in the wrong. Um, could he have shown some sympathy? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a that's a toss up. But I do know that yeah. you know at the end of the day is and maybe they, she could have used I don't know Instacart or something like that and and order you know soups. You know what I'm saying? Something that yeah. can last because this pizza's only gonna last but so long. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So if you bunkering down in the long run and for the long haul trying to get over your COVID, I think you need to figure it out and figure out, you know what I'm saying, maybe some other options. You know, um, and that's a tough one, you know. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I know I know. it's some tough times right now, so I don't judge other people's pockets the wildest, but. No, exactly, exactly. You know, you got to you gotta try to figure that out. Unfortunately, you know what I'm saying, it's a bad situation, but. And plus, I think also people are using COVID as an excuse for everything. <laughs> it is real. I think people use COVID as an excuse, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got this, I got that. And so I think I think that's what a lot of people are abusing that. But like I said, you know, yeah. now we all know what's really going in the house. And, and hopefully, you know, she wasn't lying about it because COVID is real. You know, and numbers is going back up. Shit. So I don't know, man. But I'm on the side of the driver. Fuck that shit, man. You ain't about to take 76 out of my check. I make $2 an hour. And you ain't about to tip me. Yeah. You know, what if he got a mouth to feed? Exactly. You know, what if he got an answer as to why, you know, someone looks at his check and be like, oh, you, you know, why, why'd you get 76 deducted from your check? You're making two ninety nine an hour. And exactly. And you delivering and gas is this. Are they coming the gas bottle? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, yeah. that's not the way this shit works, unfortunately. Exactly, man. Put put that man in a tough spot and you know, try to drag him, man. It's wild world we live in, man. That's a it's a wild world, but that ain't his fault, you know what I'm saying? That ain't that that that's unfortunately that's not his really problem. He needs to figure it she needs to figure that out. But I think a lot of people are going crazy though, you know, when you think about stories yeah. like that and everything else that's going on in the world, you know, you just think about I mean, like you said, this week has been wild. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of a lot of wild, crazy stories going on out here. Serious stories and and it's it's um you know, just like I like we talked like we were just talking about a couple of seconds ago, you know. You know, when you have kids, you know, I mean you never really plan financially. You know, are you really ever truly, truly hundred percent ready to have a child, right? You never know expenses, yeah. you never know, you know, you know, what your personality of the child's gonna have. Um, but it makes me think about, you know, your boy, Nick, your boy, Nick Cannon is had number eight. Yeah, man. You know, he's popping things out like fucking skittles. He's just like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, exactly. Man, I don't know, man. I think, uh, I think, you know, I think it doesn't matter on the number of kids you have. You know I think it's as long as you can take care of them or you do your best to take care of them. Yeah, yeah, and he's financially stable. He's financially stable, and, you know, and it's not like he's just being a deadbeat, you know. He's involved in, in that kid's life, you know. Yeah. Um, I know he's lost his, lost his child at the early stages, early ages, you know, but, you know, right now he, he's, he's supporting and, and, and handling his eight kids, so hats off to him on that. You know, what are your thoughts? You think you think someone can ever have too many kids? You think there's a number where people should shut it off? That's that's a tough 
a tough question, man. But, you know, it comes down to the two main things, you know, being able to, you know, financially, you know, support, you know, the, the families that you're creating. But then also, you know, being able to have that uh, that, that quality time. You know, I know that man is, is busy, you know, because I swear, man, anytime I flip through the channels and see a, a, a new game show or something, you know, this dude's the host, you know. So he's definitely, you know, getting in the bag. He's, he's getting money. But, you know, I mean, as long as he can, you know, spend time, you know, with those kids and, you know, uh, he is, is short up on, on, on that side of it. But I think it's all good. I mean, I, I, I come from a big family. You know, my mother yeah. was uh, one of one of nine. Mm. I want to say my father was also like one of nine, one of ten. You know, I got like, uh, you know, what is it about? Shoot, man. It's, it's a, it's a shame when you gotta sit here and, and start counting, but I have, you know, at least you know seven or eight, you know, half brothers and sisters, you know. So I come from a big family. So I mean, it's back in the day, you know, family size used to be huge, man. Especially yeah. you know down south, you know. So yeah. I, I don't think that you can, you know, necessarily put a, a a number on them. But as long as you you're checking those boxes with the you know the financial support and the emotional support and well being. I think, yeah. hey man, you know, more power to you, man. No, I feel you, I feel you. And this this is biblical, you know what I'm saying? You know, like even they say in the book, you know what I'm saying? They talk about, you know, be fruitful and, and increase in number. You know, yeah. fill the earth and, and subdue, you know what I'm saying? That, that's what it's about. It's 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 a strength in numbers, you know, and that's I think that's that used to be a big I think that used to be a big reason, especially in the South, right, of having these big families. You know, you got your Southern Baptists, you got your, you know, folks, you know, or they're definitely heavy in the church side of thing, right? So they believe in that and, and being free, yeah. you know, and, and multiplying. So I don't know, hats off, but, you know, like you, you just mentioned, you know, Nick Cannon is the new Carson Daly, man. That family's on everything. Everything, everything, you know? everywhere. Everything, everywhere, you know. And, and so, again, like hats off, man. If you, if you, if you could do it do it you know what i'm saying like yeah you know there's nothing better than you know bringing you know life into this world you know what i'm saying you have that special connection you know what i'm saying that's exactly. that's a true unconditional love so do it definitely do oh, that man. definitely do that i agree man and, and speaking of of the church so there is a, another you know wild story that is now uh you know taking over social media you know, there's a a, a bishop, a Bishop Whitehead in, in Brooklyn. You know, he and his wife were robbed on Sunday, you know, while on live stream. You know, so they're in the middle of the church service on live stream. Three armed men walked into the church with guns and took off with. Now, this is where it gets a little iffy. You know, the first reports were saying they took off with about 400K in jewelry. Now the reports are saying they took off with about a, a million dollars in jewelry because they robbed him and his wife and you know this is a, a guy who is, is known to be flashy you know he rides around brooklyn and you know maserati and bentley you know has diamond encrusted you know jesus pieces and, and and some more you know so it's it's like it's a guy who is always out there you know flaunting his money but uh the interesting twist on that is you know and uh the dude was locked up, you know, for a couple of years, you know, for identity theft. Mm. 
you know, and about 10 years ago, you know, he became, you know, ordained as a, uh, as a minister. So when you start looking at all those pieces, you know, kind of put together, you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, that you can, you know, judge a person by their past, you know, because, you know, we all can change. I mean, you look at Malcolm X, you know, Malcolm X, you know, he was a petty thief, you know, women, things like that, but he turned his life around. So I'm not saying that you can't, you know, change and turn your life around. But the more I look at this, and I'm probably going to ruffle some feathers, but I mean, it's, it's, it's my opinion. And we always talk about we're two highly opinionated guys and we open the conversation. Yeah. But this is really starting to sound like uh, some sort of a scam mm-hmm. because uh, they came to church. They only robbed him and his wife. Only yeah. people robbed. Yeah. You know, and the story is changing, you know, with the amount of money they, they took off with, you know, from the jewelry mm-hmm. and just looking at how this dude moves. It's like it, it, it has it has a scammer feel to it, you know, a scammer touch. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, I, I, I don't totally, you know, buy into, you know, the, the, the whole story, man. But but what do you think about this? Uh, what do you think about this pastor that got robbed, man? I don't know, man. You know, I'm not. So me, I mean, having a million dollars worth of jewelry, $400,000 worth of jewelry whatsoever, you know, I don't know why you even have that while you're in church, you know, unless they stole a, a diamond-encrusted microphone and, you know, diamond encrusted, you know, video camera stand or whatever you got. But I don't know why you got that much in church anyways. I think that's your wild. You know, I think, um, I don't know. I've always had a problem with mega churches, you know, and that's one of the ones I see with that, right? Like, I don't know. Some yeah. of mega churches just throws me off. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Because I think one of the big things about church is like, you should know your congregation. Like, you know, and it's just hard for me to really believe that you know every single person inside your congregation besides you asking for a dollar. But again, that's, that's like you yeah, said, Rob, yeah. opinion, and that's my personal opinion. So I, I've never yeah. believed in a mega church. That's just never been my thing. Never wanted to, you know, I've, I've attended and been a part of large churches, but I just can't do that mega church thing. It's just not my thing. Um, so yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, even I was watching the video, I don't even really even remember seeing the actual robbers on camera. Yeah, they one of them walked and in, in, in front of the the camera, I and mean, then I think there was another okay. shot on the stage, of where you know they the, the the bishop was on the ground, and you know the uh, one of the assailants was uh, yeah. you know taking off his chain or his jewelry or something like that while he was on the ground. Uh, yeah, I don't ever remember that. I don't remember seeing that person, but I do. I don't know, man. Like I said, I think there there's some there's some questionable things. Yeah, I do know that there's some other pastors out there that felt some type of way, you know, and made made some funnies about it. You know, what I'm saying I know you ain't take yeah. too light of that, but like I said, you know, unless you're in that situation, now you know. Obviously, we always talk about there's three truths, you know. Yeah. One truth, the other person's truth, and the truth. You know, three sides to a story, what they say, right? So yeah. I don't know. I have mixed feelings on that one. I think <clears throat> I think we shall see how that kind of plays out. It'd be interesting if they ever find the sailings or not, but whatever. Yeah, man. No, I, I agree because, you know, on, now on the flip side of that coin, you know, the man is saying, hey, you know, this is how I choose to, you know, spend my money and live my life. You know I mean? You can't yeah. judge me. I'm I'm doing me. But, you know, I, I look at it where, you know, if you're a, a leader of individuals, 
Mm-hmm. Now you're sitting around, you know, doing all this, this flashy stuff. You know what I mean? Are you taking care of your parishioners? You know, what kind of programs yeah. are you setting up and things like that? Because, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. being, you know, a, a person of the cloth, you know, you get certain, you know, tax advantages and things of that nature. And, yeah. you know, want to make sure, you, you know, you're doing the right thing. But again, you know, it's not for me to, you know, sit here and, and, and judge individuals. You know, I mean, they'll they'll be judged by, you know, whoever, but. Yeah. It just seems, uh, just seems like a, a really wild story, though. Yeah, it is a wild ass story. That is a wild ass story. So, I don't know. I think um, more to come on that one. I don't know, man. I'm on the fence on that one. But like I said, I, I agree with you 100 percent on are you taking care of your folks? What are you doing yeah. back in the community? You know what I'm saying? Well, what are you doing? That's where I always have my questions at. You know, but. Again, you know, I'm not here to judge what you do with your money, with your pockets. You know, you can rock out and do what you want to do and spend how you want to spend. As long as you got it, do it. Exactly. And and if you're going to be a, a person who wears, you know, an abundance of, of jewelry, you know, you need to make sure that you have the, the right kind of, you know, protections and security around you. Yeah, that's right. You know, because it is a lot of hungry people out there. And, you know, I mean... You, you're kind of putting yourself in a a predicament of where, you know, you're putting your safety and your family's safety at risk, you know, when you just yeah. walk around, you know, flaunting things in front of people, man. You know, being flashy, I mean, there's, there's a whole lot that comes along with that. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, you got you to gotta be ready for the good and the bad. That's fair. That's fair. That's definitely fair. You know, um, you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to. If I want to real quick just move back to that dominant story real quick right so maybe i was just thinking right i was just thinking about the experience you know that i had over the weekend and like you say you don't got it you know what i'm saying say you go in a store and you don't got it so um over the weekend i visited you know a a place that i frequent a lot you know it's it's a local little fish spot around the corner right okay and so i called them you know i called them i don't know what time i called them i called them like saturday i called them like 5 30 right and so the chick on the phone, she's like, hey, you know, how long until you get here? I'm like, all right, I'll be there. I don't know. I live 10 minutes away. I'll be there in, I'll be there in 2530. She's like, all right, cool. I'll be ready in 1520. Cool. Okay. And I get caught on the show. I, I probably left like 35 minutes, 40 minutes later. <laughs> I get there like an hour later, right? And so when I pull up, I'm like, all right, bet. I park real quick. I'm like, hey, I'm here to pick up my order. This motherfucker says, I'm trying to be real nice, right? I'm trying to. This motherfucker said, I'm like, hey, I'm here to pick up my food. She's like, all right, well, it's going to be 25 minutes. Mm. I'm like, what? I'm like, what? What do you mean 25 minutes? I called. You said you were in 15. I came like an hour later. So I'm confused. Mm. <clears throat> this motherfucker had audacity to tell me, Well, we take care of the walk-ins first, and then for those who call in, when you get here, then we start making it. <laughs> dog, oh, what? man. Dog, 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 dog. You know, I know you got this rule on the 2080 rule, right? 80-20, man. <clears throat> Fuck that. Let me tell you something. <laughs> when I say that shit almost took me over my edge, like, I can see where people get frustrated. I don't know what's up with people in this world, man. People are just wilding. 
But the fact that she tried to make me feel like I was wrong, like I was frustrated, right? <clears throat> so I'm like, hold on. So why do you even ask me how long I get here? Why don't you just be like, all right, when you get here, we'll start cooking your shit. Then maybe I would have known that expectation. Now I'm like, all right, well, I'll get around there before they close at 7, 7.30 whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, she started going back and forth with me. She was like, <clears throat> I don't know why you're getting so mad over food anyways. What? <laughs> and then she just kept on digging, right? And I'm sitting there like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, you do oh, realize man. I told you what time I'm going to be there. Now I'm going back with her. And I'm, now I'm just starting to get in my head. And I'm thinking to myself, hold on, what am I doing? Why am I allowing this individual to piss me off? But then I'm thinking about every time she says something, she says something to dig herself in a deeper hole. <clears throat> so needless to say, my food wasn't ready. So I waited for the 25 minutes. I come back in, she still got a little attitude. She's shoving my shit inside the bag. I'm like, all right. I'm like, hey, check the chicken real quick, right? So, yeah. you know, so every time you call, right, say if you get a sauce in your chicken, you're always like, hey, put the sauce on the side. They're like, nah, we can't put the sauce on the side. We got to shake it on it. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. So that's just kind of been the custom of it, right? So I just eventually stopped asking. Now, we've been going here for a while. So in the day, you know, I'm like, hey, check the chicken real quick. Somebody just tells me to check the chicken because they've done the shit multiple times. Like, hey, check the chicken real quick. I want to mm-hmm. see if they got that Thai chili sauce on it. <laughs> so she opens the fucking box of chicken, and guess what? The chicken ain't got no sauce on it. And then she continues to proceed to put the chicken in the bag and says, hey, you just want the sauce on the side? I'm like, no. Y'all always tell me how you got a chicken on there, right? And then she gets mad again. It's like, again, I don't know why you're getting so mad over food. It's just food anyway. <clears throat> now, needs to say, I literally, so I'm the type of person, I go to a restaurant, right? I'll sit there and I'll be like, all right, especially if I frequent there a lot, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I could probably get away, you know, was it $19 a dish or whatever? It's already fucking inflation, but whatever. That's all another conversation. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm like, whatever, all right. But I'm the type of person where, especially if, I'm, if I know you have decent food, you know, every once in a while, I'll try something different. And so, you know, for this, you know, what is it? It's two people in the house for this particular order. You know what I'm saying? The missus, she had a friend over. So I was like, all right, we just got three dishes and I got some extra shit. So, you know, for three people, not having no drinks, nothing like that, you know, you know, the, the bill comes up to a little bit over 100, right? And that is a carryout too, right? It's not even just a carryout, I guess, but they give you the plastic. So I'm associate that shit with carryout because you can't sit inside. Especially yeah, okay. COVID now, right? Okay. So she's going back and forth and she's like, it's just food. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, motherfucker, you know, I just spent, you know what I'm saying, $100 over here for something that, honestly, <laughs> I could probably cook better myself at home, but that's another conversation. Yeah. So you're for my convenience. So, you know, if I'm willing to pay it and I got some extra, some random shit that I just want to try because I do fuck with y'all's food, and she's just going back and forth. So now, again, she somehow was able to engage me in the conversation again. So now I'm going back and forth with this motherfucker like, look, man. I said, you know what? You're right. I'm wrong. Then she's going to respond with, don't put words in my mouth. I never said that. I'm like, this motherfucker, man, chill out. Like I'm about to have to go. I'm about to go back home and do that. Put your shoes on, challenge shit in a second. Be like, yo, I need you to come with me. This motherfucker's about to piss me off, all right? <clears throat> so we talking, right? And then so I'm like, nah, put the uh, put the sauce on the chicken. Take that shit back. Put that shit. Put the sauce on the chicken, right? Now she yes, she's handling my food. So I probably should have calmed down. But 
Yeah. The lady in the back, the lady in the back, though, is the crazy shit about the lady in the back was like, hey, he's probably mad because we keep forgetting to put the sauce on his chicken. Right? <laughs> so right mm. then and there, I was like, I appreciate you acknowledging that. And then the other girl in the front just got quiet, and I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, you're the reason why, you know what I'm saying? You're about to stop getting, you know what I'm saying? Especially a repeat customer. Yeah, people fuck with y'all's food, and I get it. So one person yeah. ain't gonna hurt y'all's pocket, but just know that's one less hundred dollars that you know that you're guaranteed basically to get every week. Because we go like every Friday. That's our little Friday spot, right? But now you just fucked right. up. But it's it's like that, man. And we start I was talking to him, you know, when I got back to the crib and I was just like I guess people who don't have, you know, the ownership side of it. And it started making me thinking about, like, you got to be careful of people you keep around, right? And you have people representing yeah. your company, right? It's like, yeah, no, it's true. You know what I'm saying? She, she doesn't even own it. She probably has no stake in it. Doesn't really give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? And <clears throat> the fact that she felt that that shit was okay to go back and forth is some shit that they fucked up on. And she's going to tell me. We do walk-ins before we do that. I'm like, so what the fuck are you even answer the phone for? Why don't you just have a voicemail? I'm like, hey, it's best if you come in. <laughs> just come in and you get your food quicker than if you call. So, yeah, dog. It just made me think of that Domino story. I had to get that shit off my chest for a minute. But, yeah, man, I was just sitting there like, yeah. <clears throat> and she don't even own it, but she don't even realize the impact it's about to have. Because, you know, when I got home, I was there to tell her the missus about the story. And she's yeah. getting a letter. So she done wrote up a letter. She did all this shit a third. And then the crazy yeah. thing, so I, I text the receipt to myself. <clears throat> and I put a thumbs down on the service. And they said, what was it? The service, right? And then I was like, uh, I put a note on there. I was like, yeah, man, a little rude motherfucker in the front. Gonna tell mm-hmm. me, don't call, walk in, because walk in, get their food first. Man. Oh, that shit made me so mad. <clears throat> I mean, the food was good, though. I still ate it, so. <laughs> That's not the fucking point of the story. The point of the story is, man, for all y'all folks that own some shit, man, be careful who you got in your front because I ain't trying yeah, to hear that no. shit. No, this is true, man. Sometimes, you know, customer service seems like a, a, a lost art, but I mean, you're, you're right, you know, because management, they, they probably have, you know, no clue or the owners of, you know, exactly, you know, what's going on in the establishment. And you know yeah. it's uh, it's like some some of the spots. You know, there there was another you know very famous uh, fish spot in BC, where they just hands down were not known for the customer service, but the fish was good. You know, so you kind of you know had the expectation that when you walked in there that you were going to get a little a little attitude, a little pushback, a little borderline rudeness. You know, but uh, the food was good. But you know, I mean that that's that was the culture, and that's how they are. But yeah, this story sounds a little wild, though, man. And I'm glad the food was good, you know. But the food was good, and it didn't let me down. It was good. It was good. But it makes me think when you see that DC uh, spot. <clears throat> the funny thing is, this spot that I went to had a DC spot, right? And I think we started talking mm-hmm. about close to the same thing, if I'm not mistaken, right? We probably are without without mentioning names. <laughs> I'm trying not to, but I'm about to put this shit out there in a second because as I'm talking about the storm getting madder and madder, right? Because shit, just the inconsistency is so fucking consistent, right? <clears throat> now, so the spot in DC, the crazy thing is, the other spot in DC, it's lunchtime. You know what I'm saying? We go there through for lunch one day. You know, 
And um, there's this long-ass line. And the chef, or I don't know, I don't respect it, man. I guess, I don't know if you want to call him a cook, the fryer, whatever the fuck you want to call him, whatever. Oh, yeah, I know where you're going. <laughs> this motherfucker decided to go outside and had a smoke break. But he's getting high as a kite. Like, he's getting fried. Like, he's getting fried. <clears throat> it smells like he has some pretty decent skunk. You know what I'm saying? It smells like he has some decent shit, right? <laughs> but he's outside. It's lunchtime. There's a line of people trying to get food. This motherfucker comes back in and says, <clears throat> well, we're waiting for the fish to get here. Motherfucker, he could have said that a minute ago. Like, we could have had a different option. And then the two <clears throat> chicks behind the counter are arguing about what show to put on the fucking TV. And then they get annoyed because customers are mad. I'm telling you, though, I just don't fucking get it, man. People just. Yeah. So I bring this up because I really want to deep dive into your 80-20 rule, right? When is 80-20 enough? When is the 80 doesn't even fucking matter? It's out the window. And that 20% is now what you have to focus on. Yeah, man, I I think in in this situation in, in, in particular, you know, it, it does come down to the the culture and the, and the 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 culture and you know the, the <laughs> expectations and you know kind of you know what the norm is. So it and that spot, you know, you know off the break, mm. you know that you're not paying for you know five star customer service. You know, you come in there, you know, for the for the product, and you may have to deal with you know some headache. You know some drama you know so if, if you know that you have an expectation going in it's like anytime you walk in it's, it's like you you're on guard you know you're ready for something like all right what they gonna hit me with today all right wait on the fish delivery oh come on man you, you should have told me that man's taking a smoke break you know while we're sitting here in line waiting all right all right well you know that's that that that, that, that that's kind of wild but you know when, when you have the expectation it's like, yeah, you know, you're frustrated, but it's it's kind of a given, you know. Now, if you go somewhere, you know, like a five star steakhouse or a, a Michelin star restaurant, you know, you in that case, you're you're paying for, you know, the the food and the experience and you know the, the the name, you know, the name carries some weight, you know. So if something happens like that in a restaurant like that, then yeah, you know, you got a right to be you know, be, be livid and things of that nature. So I, I think it's just setting the expectation of, uh, you know, where you are and, you know, what to expect. But as I you said, know, man, man. The, the food was good. No, I, 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 I guarantee you, I, you in the next two weeks, you're going to you're gonna be in there again. You're going to make another order. Yeah, I know. You're be right back the in there. <laughs> I know, and I know, I know, and that's the fucking problem. But, my, but then it makes me also think, right? It's like... It's like we talk about because this place is it's it's a it's a black owned establishment, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, my 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 thought is, <clears throat> it's like why do we allow or why do we accept mediocrity from us, right? Um, and maybe I don't know. Make sure I'm wearing this right, right? It's like why why do we accept mediocrity? From from an establishment like this, and then I hear you want a five star Michelin, but I mean, why why can't it ever be just you know what I'm saying you provide quality, great food, you're consistent, you're on time, you're doing this, you're doing that, 
why can't that yeah. start becoming the norm, right? Why don't we hold people accountable for that? And, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it does make us better, right? When we hold each other accountable, you know what I'm saying? We talk about my brother's keeper, like, I'm supporting it, you know what I'm saying? I know whatever you're going through your operational shit, I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? You kind of find the help that you're going to find. You're probably paying the minimum, you know? But at the same time, it's like, why would you not be held to the fire for the same things? Like, come on. You know, and I think the only reason why I do keep frequenting because it is Black-owned, you know what I'm saying? But I know, I know. (laughs) Fuck that food is good shit, though. I I can throw out some fish right now and we got a whole fucking fish fry in a second, you know what I'm saying? But I know no, it's that because... effort though, because because now you got to go get the fish, you got to clean the fish, you got to fry the fish, the whole setup. You know, you can't have a fish fry in 25 minutes. Yeah, so, but so you now also... you're, you're paying for that convenience. Yeah, but you also shouldn't pay 25 dollars for fucking whiting either. Fucking whiting, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, no. I know, I know. In this area, whiting is the shit. Fuck that. I'm not paying twenty five dollars for a whiting, one scoop of mac and a scoop of fucking green. Nah, we're not doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> nah, I don't know, man. It's this eighty twenty, man. Right now, I'm I'm very close to that that forty sixty area right now, and that's just starting to tilt the other way. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. That twenty percent looking real fucking heavy at this moment. So I don't know. I'm on the fence, but I don't know. I think we should just start, you know, having just ex- expecting better from each other you know i think we should we should hopefully want to see all of us succeed and you know hopefully people can take constructive criticism like oh how can i approve the operation improve and not just be like well fuck it it's one customer i don't gotta worry about it but i just see that in the mentality of a lot of people and i'm like what the fuck man just be thorough but now you know i'm always the the flip side guy you know so if we look at it like that, you know, then we also have to look at, you know, the, the rude customers because, you know, there are a lot of times, you know, when we go out and we're, we're procuring a service, you know, we're talking down to people like they're beneath, beneath us and, you know, disrespecting them, you know, so I mean, it, it kind of goes both ways. You know what I mean? If, if we want to hold you know, that's not me, for, for good, no, no, I'm not, I'm not saying you, I'm just talking about in, in, in general. You know, yeah. then then we also have to, you know, come at them, you know, that way because, you know, if, if we're bringing that that kind of energy, you know, to them, uh, you know, I mean, they're just, you know, working, you know, eight hour shift or four hour shift. I don't know, part time, full time, you know, whatever. But you know, I mean, it, it kind of goes, you know, both ways, you know. So I see what you're saying, you know, and I, and I agree, but I I think that there's some spots that just just not known for for custom service it's like folks don't go there for the for the custom service but you know i get your point though about and, you, know, you uh, say accountability. that <laughs> uh, speaking of funny customers dog so today you know what i'm saying i was I, you know i, I frequent the spot you know it's a little spot it's a national food chain you know obviously they're against beef you know so you can guess the name it was right and so, you know, obviously, whenever you, whenever you give your spit, it's a spot you hate. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. You feel like it's too salty. With, with, with anyway, passion. I hear you. I hear you. It's just banging, though. But anyway, it's probably the only person in America that feels like that, but you got it. Hey, a so, 23-year-old yeah. beef. That's that's all I'm going to say. 23 years, man. It, it, it's ingrained in me now. I'm, I'm sorry to mean to cut you off. Please continue. 
See, that's the crazy thing. It just it just amazes me with the 2080 thing. But anyway, long story short, right? So, you know, <laughs> I'm sitting there waiting for this food. And all of a sudden, you know, there's like 10 of us waiting outside. And I guess some folks are waiting for a minute. So I get up there and place my order. Some folks have some calling orders. They did some app orders or whatever. And then, um, I don't know, man, this little young kid, man, this dude was like, the girl came in the window and said, hey, you've been waiting for a minute. What's your order? Right? And okay. the Bama just responded. The Bama responded and said, give me my chicken. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and so all of us, I'm trying to tell you, dog, that shit was hilarious. All of us look at him like that. This motherfucker's about to snap. It's like a young kid, too. Dude, kid had to be like, I'll give him like 14, 15. I don't know. Right? Oh, He's like, no, give me my chicken. Right? And so we look at him still. He's like, no. That's my order name. My name on the order is called Give Me My Chicken. Dog, that shit right there wow. is probably the highlight of my day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even the girl behind the counter just had a look at it. I was like, what? And then she looked in the back. She's like, oh, that's your name. Give me my chicken. Here you go. That shit. <clears throat> that shit was the highlight of my day. That shit was probably the that, that shit goes down in the history of the best name ever. So moving that's forward, classic. when I do frequent this, unfortunately, I will have a copy of that and think of a very creative name for that because that shit was hilarious. Hey, I, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it. I thought he was bringing heat at first. He said it so calm. I was like, yeah, gave my chicken. Wow. We just looked at him, stared at him like, and everyone just started bagging up. That shit was hilarious. Man. <laughs> well, I know you saw that, uh, <coughs> that Black Panther 2 trailer drop, man. You know, yeah. so uh, you know, what, what what do you think about that, man? You know, are you excited? I, I know the the first one. You know, uh, the first one was a phenomenal movie. You know, to, mm-hmm. you know the point where you know, I mean, folks were were dressing up to to go see it. You know, and looking at the the trailer, you know, for part two, do you think that they're going to be able to live up to the hype of that first one? Um, sequels are tough. And then, you know, you know, I mean, <clears throat> you know, just not having, you know, just, just, just rest in peace, Chad, you know what I'm saying? It's just, um, it's sad, you know what I'm saying? That they, 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 they lost a, a king out here, man. So it is sad, you know, to succumb to, to colon cancer and, you know what I'm saying? But to continue on with the story. Wakanda yeah. forever, and that being the title of it, no matter what, you know what I'm saying, lives in us, you know. Um, I don't know, man, just that trailer alone. <clears throat> I think the trailer alone really just focused on on that, right? Now, there's a small glimpse, if you haven't seen the trailer, spoiler alert, earmuffs, whatever you want to do, you yeah. know. Um, you know, there's like a little scene, I guess there was a birth you know what I'm saying? And so I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. to see it, man. I'm I'm excited to see it, you know. Um that shit was that shit was sad, man. Just a I don't know, man. It made such a, a sad trailer. It wasn't even I didn't even see no hype, you know what I'm saying? I saw the you know what I'm saying, all the queens coming down, you know what I'm saying, getting in a formation and all that. So I thought that was dope. So I am excited to see what does you know come about of this other of, of this movie based upon that trailer. I'm excited that they continue to even continue with the with the movie and the, the series. Yeah. 
you know, because I was going to say, man, it's kind of fucked up. Like, you know, like, damn, they only got one of these and they're making like 30 Mr. Strangers and they're making this random yeah. shit, Mrs. Marvel. I don't know who the fuck that is, right? I'm just like, what? Yeah. Who the fuck yeah, are these characters? I don't even know that comic. Like, I'm just confused. Like, now you're just making shit up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You made 15 different ones of Spider Man. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know. <clears throat> I'm not gonna lie, that whole Spider-Man shit just throws me off. I don't know you yeah, have the Amazing Spider-Man, other Spider-Man, some other other Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming, version. yeah, Homecoming. Like, come on now, like you know what I'm saying. So I'm just glad that they kept that story going, and they do have another um, another one coming out. So whether it's a sequel, whether it's a flop, whatever that may be, man, I'm gonna definitely support that, man. So I'm I'm excited about that. No, nah, man, I, I agree with you, man. Sequels are, you know, a, a, a tough thing to, to pull off, especially when you, you have a, a movie that, that set the original, that set the bar so high. But uh, one thing I can say is, you know, they, they definitely put, you know, the, the money behind it. Because, I mean, you see in the, in, in the trailer, you know, the, the cinematography is, is, is crisp. Yeah, you know, and it, it looks like you know they got a decent storyline, you know. So I'm definitely excited to see that one too. I mean, I, I think that's one where we're gonna have to venture back out to the, the the movie theater to check it out. You know, definitely can't can't see that one from the couch. You know, that's that is it's theater worthy. Yeah. yeah, that's fact. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. You know, I'm not even a theater. I hate the theater. I don't know what it is about the movie theater, man. Like, I think I'm the type of person, man. It could take me. Three hours to watch an hour and a half movie. I take a pause. I get up. Yeah. Grab me another beverage. Maybe grab a snack. Use the bathroom. Take a break. Yeah. No. You know what I'm saying? Talk about a segment in it. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like <clears throat> I feel like the movie theater is just one of those things where you got to go and you stop. Nah, man. I I agree, man. Because I I know when when the I pick theaters first rolled out, man, I I was hooked. I'm like, all right, man, I'd give me a you know, nice little meal, get a get a beverage in here, you know, can can recline back, you know, kind of felt like, you know, I, I, I was on the couch, you know, you weren't in the theater with, you know, 200, 300 plus people, you know, it felt yeah. a, a little, little more intimate. And I think a, a lot of theaters have uh, called on to that business model and, uh, and they tried to, you know, tweak some things, but. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna check it out, man. I'm, I'm really curious to see what uh, the movie theaters are like, you know, out here in uh, in Dubai, because I know there's a, a couple of them. You know, there's one that actually yeah, a couple of the malls out here, you know, have, have theaters, but nothing as of yet has been worthy enough to, you know, pull me off the couch, you know, to go check it out. But definitely, you know, getting off the couch for that one, to go support that one and check it out. I agree. I think um, I think that's going to be uh, be something worthy to you know to get me moving again, man. But no, I agree. I agree. But you mentioned the eye pick, right? <clears throat> now, I know that's a whole chain of movies, but you know when it comes to I don't know. The only thing I can never get down with. See, I like the fact now that movie theaters are now giving like food, having some beverages, and then you can press a little button and you get your little server to come through. Yes, exactly. But one thing that throws me off, man, is that little blanket that they give you. I don't know, man. I think that's just the most unsanitary thing they can possibly have. There's some nasty motherfuckers out here. They be doing some wild shit in movie theaters. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now you yeah. just now you sharing sheets with random people, like you know what I'm saying? You don't know what they doing inside of there, you know what I'm saying? It's uh there's some creative motherfuckers in there, you know, and so oh, like, it, oh, sheets. You can't tell me that you're changing every single sheet after each time someone watches a movie. So But I do appreciate the concept, but no, nah, I don't I don't know about the, the reclining chair is enough for me. Yeah, man, I I agree. You know, I'm I'm not one for the for the pillows and uh, and the sheets and and, and blankets and, and theaters all on planes. You know, I'm like, nah, nah, I'm yeah. good, man. You know, if it's a long flight, you know, hey, I I got my neck broke. I'm I'm all right. You know, I, I don't need yeah. it. You know, I, I wear a hoodie, wear some sleeves. You know, I'm I'm prepared. You know, for the for the environment. But yeah, like you said, you know, I, I appreciate the offer. You know, it, it is a nice gesture. But you know, I'm gonna leave that thing, you know, folded up right where you <laughs> matter of fact, it may even be on the floor beside me, you know, because I don't want on the armrest because you know, big guy with a wingspan, you know, I don't want it taking up my, my 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 precious real estate. But uh yeah, no, yeah I'm, I'm with you. You know, they they can hold on to that one. You know, that, that that's yeah. one less that you have to wash or have to refold or whatever it is you're doing to it. You know, I'm leaving it just the way you presented it. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's definitely, that's definitely fair. Definitely fair. But I want, um, I don't know, man, we, we, we've been talking about, you know, a lot of it's talking about, you know, different experiences, right? And we're talking about interaction with different folks, shit coming up, you know what I'm saying? But I, I really wanted to ask, you know what I'm saying? We'll put it definitely in the chat, you know, but I definitely want to get people's opinion. You know, you made a comment about, you know, you really got to be careful about, you know, what represents your, your company or your brand, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm not sure if y'all heard, but recently in the story, you know, in D.C., you know, they, um, there was a woman who owned um, a daycare. And um, her and her husband, you know, and then she started getting calls about some foul play towards, you know, her customers' kids, right? Mm. And they, um, her and her husband came to D.C. or whatever. She ended up shooting them. So then as the story started unfolding, come to find out, the husband, <coughs> uh, ex-cop, executive security guard, um, was touching the kids inappropriately, right? You know, this woman had, I think they said this daycare had like roughly like 90 kids. Mm. Ain't a daycare is lucrative. Yeah. You know, I mean, shit, daycare. It's big business. I mean, that's a big business, huge business. I mean, shit, you got 90 kids. If you think about it, you got 90 kids. You paying anywhere, especially in this area, you paying what, four to 500 a week? You know, close to two thousand a month. Ninety kids. I mean, you're doing all right a month. You're doing all right. Yeah. You're doing too bad. But she shot him, and you know, the first thing that came up, you know, you think about like who the fuck you got around these kids, right? And to my understanding, I guess he was like a driver for him or some shit. He had some part in, it, so he had easy access to the kids. Um. So yeah, she shot him. You know. So my question is, do you think? that she is wrong for shooting him, one, right? Um, and, and two, do you 
worried, you know, with this guy being an ex-cop, fingers, you know, I'm sure he had his fingerprints and all that. So he probably went through the, you know, he probably had a clean record and all that stuff. But do you think, you know, um, that the that the wife may have been missing red flags or ignoring it? And was she wrong for, for shooting him? That's my question. It, it, it's a valid question. And just, you know, looking at it from, you know, the outside looking in and the way she responded and reacted is I get that she didn't have an idea or have a clue of what was going on because it almost sounds like she had just found out about, you know, the incidental incidents and, you know, mm-hmm. came to confront him. <clears throat> You know, and, and how she handled it. You know, I mean, people react to things differently. You know, so I, I'm not really going to comment, you know, too much on, on that part. But, you know, I will say that, you know, I mean, that kids are off limits, man. You know, you, that, that that's the last thing, you know, you want to do or you, you want to interfere with. You know, I might even talk about, you know, from, you know, the, the business aspect. Of it. I'm just talking about from a, a, a moral <clears throat> sense. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I mean, kids are, you know, trusting in you and, you know, parents are trusting in you and, you know, that, that, that's the last thing, you know, you want to see happen. And that's the, the last group that you, you know, really want to, you know, mess with. Because mm-hmm. remember, even back in the, in the day, you know, going back to, you know, the, the old, you know, street culture is like, you know, grandparents, old folks, kids, you mean, they, they were off limits. It's off the table. It's like, look, if I have a problem with you, you know, I'm, I'm bringing that problem to you. you know, I'm not involved in kids, you know, and yeah, but to do the things that, you know, this, this gentleman was uh, accused of, you know, definitely, you know, don't uh, support that. Uh, so that's, that's something, you know, you, you don't do because now you're scarring individual individuals for life. And I mean, that's a, a, a traumatic experience that, you know, I mean, no, no kids that have to go through, you know, so I yeah. definitely, you know, don't, don't condone that, but it's, it's wild because I mean, now this, this, this guy's in the hospital recovering and, uh, you know, they got him under, under watch because, you know, as soon as he's well enough, you know, he's getting shipped off to, yep. you know, I guess Baltimore, Annapolis, you know, somewhere, you know, wherever, uh, you know. The, the charges were filed, you know, and at the same time, you know, because of her actions, you know, I mean, she's still locked up. Yeah. You know, yeah. So and I'm, I'm not sure if I'm mad at her, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Cause, you know, I'm thinking about myself, right? In that predicament, right? I'm thinking about like, <clears throat> you know, me being a new father, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, us looking at putting our little one in the, in the daycare, you know, and, and someone else's arms or, you know what I'm saying, hands to make sure that they come home the same way they came in there, you know? So it just makes you weird, like, who the fuck is around my kid and all that? Yeah. And he's like, damn, you just can't trust folks. You know, you kind of uh, missed that old okay. school day where, you know what I'm saying? You have the the grandma, the auntie, the uncle or whatever. But again, you don't know if you can trust family, shit, right? <clears throat> so yeah. you're just like, what the fuck, man? It's, it's just this world, man. It's, I don't know. But that's my question I want to put out to the folks. You think, you think that, you know, the wife, the business owner should be put in jail for her actions. And I remember, I am a believer in all, you know, certain actions have consequences. I get it. 
They do. They <clears throat> but, do. I mean, that's one of those things, you know, it could be a, it could be a, a um, what's that crime, an action, a passion or whatever. Oh, crime of passion. Crime of passion type of thing, right? And it's like, you know, that was her business. She built that shit up. You know what I'm saying? She probably, she could have a love for kids and who she felt that she could trust. You know, not only did they break, you know what I'm saying, just their, just the business ethic side of it, you know what I'm saying? The morale side of it or whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> they also violate their marriage. Yeah. So many little levels to unpack from that. So that's my question. Yeah. You think she's wrong? You think she should go to jail? Yeah, man. It's, it, it's, it's a good question to pose. You know, I'm eager to see, you know, what, what, what folks think about that one. Because like you said, it's a... Uh... That is a, a very unfortunate yet sensitive, you know, topic, man. So the, the feedback and responses should be interesting. Very, very. I'm very interested to see what happens. Uh, it should be, man. Hey, well, I, I know you see, you know, the, my, my background starting to light up some. So it's yeah. almost time to get, to get out of here, man. Anything else you want to get off your chest, man? Or what you got going on this weekend? <coughs> and this, uh, this, this heat wave. Fucking he wait, he wait. Now for me, now me and the buddies gonna get together and hit the golf range this week. You know what I'm saying? I think we're gonna we're gonna get out there and do a little do a little bit of tea time. You know, and hit this. We're gonna try to do 18 holes, and that's about it. You know what I'm saying? So it's gonna be a cool weekend. Hopefully, it ain't too hot. <clears throat> Hopefully, the weather holds up. So we'll see. That's that's not bad, man. That's not bad. Uh, here, she got think, on the agenda. Uh, I think it's a holiday this weekend or early next week. You know, uh, I think uh, it's a New Year's holiday, so so we'll see. Still haven't got any any updates on you know what day we're off work, so you know, kind of playing that by ear. So if it's another three day weekend, you know, hey, I, I'll I'll take it. You know, I know I definitely got to go somewhere and get um uh, get these trucks washed. Like I said, mm-hmm. man, this 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 pity pat rain, you know, and the dust, you know, it's just just made for. Uh, a very uh ugly situation you know when you have black vehicles you know so definitely got to get that <clears throat> nipped in the bud and, and probably uh step out you know there's a uh there's this new uh black owned uh shisha spot that just opened up mm. you know so may pop in there and you know check out and see what they're doing and you know kind of kick back and relax but i mean other than that man you know same old same old you know it's cooled off a little bit yeah. May fire the grill up. Haven't, haven't fired the grill up in like three or four weeks, you know. So may swing past the butcher and grab some stuff, you know, man. We'll see, man. But right now, just moving with the wind, you know. Nothing, mm-hmm. nothing concrete outside of a car wash. It's, I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Hey, well, before we get out of here, once again, shout out to Sheesh to you. Don't forget, you can follow them on IG. You can keep up with us at in the bowl pod. You know, we always touch on some topics that uh, invoke, you know, feedback and comments. And, you know, we'd love to hear your opinion on things. Again, you know, we're two highly opinionated individuals, but we always look at the, the opinions of uh, other folks, you know, so definitely, you know, let us know your thoughts, you know, your comments, your concerns. Also, don't forget, keep those hookahs clean. You know, after every use, make sure you wash them out so that way it's all set for the next time you're ready to fire that thing up. And until next week, We'll talk to you soon.
Like always, click like and subscribe. Hustle Five Ways Radio.